0: This is Performance Delivered, Insider Secrets for Digital Marketing Success with Stefan Horst and Dave Antiel. Welcome to the Performance Delivered, Insider Secrets for Digital Marketing Success podcast, where we talk with marketing and agency executives and learn how they build successful businesses and their personal brand. I'm your host, Stefan Horst. Today, we're going to talk about marketing automation and how to put your lead generation on steroids. Here to speak with me about the topic is Richard Fowler, who is the CEO at Vbout, a marketing automation platform for any business. The platform includes powerful email and social media tools, lead intelligence, and comprehensive analytics. Richard, welcome to Performance Delivered. Thanks for having me, Stephen. <laughs> Richard, before we start talking about marketing automation and how to get more leads in, tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself. How did you get started in your career? Sure,
1: um, I was initially a digital agency. I started in 2007, as I graduated from uh, computer science, and I started building websites for a living. Eventually, uh, we took on the job of doing the marketing for those websites, because as you know, you can build a website for a million bucks, but without proper marketing, you're just, your money goes down the drain. Yeah. So uh, we ended up running campaigns and doing lead gen, using all these different tools. uh, And we realized there is a bottleneck. It's either fragmented tools all over the place, and that creates analytical, uh, a bottleneck in your analytics. Mm -hmm. You have to use a lot of different tools, so there's a learning curve for it. Plus your money, (laughs) the monthly rent, ramps up pretty quickly. The alternatives, however, were expensive, bulky. You have to invest almost like a mortgage and a car payment to be able to afford the, Marketos and the hub spots of the world. So we built a product right in the middle that's affordable, simple to use, and it provides the stack experience, the marketing stack experience. Yeah. And uh, we never looked back. We, we're not a service anymore, of course. Uh, however, at Core, we still provide strategy and support
0: um, to our clients. So VBOT obviously is a marketing automation system. For the listeners who are not so familiar with marketing automation, can you just briefly explain what marketing automation is? Uh, And honestly, I
1: personally not a fan of the word marketing automation because it's almost like it it, it looks too, like it doesn't have a life to it. It's almost like, hey, we have uh, shipping automation. We have (laughs) uh, billing automation. It's technically just taking the, tedious tasks that you do on a day-to-day basis in your marketing department and automating the process. So it's seamless, it's more accurate, uh, it's more consistent. And of course, it's, it drives better results. So when I say automated, it's simple things like, for instance, when someone fills out a contact us form on your website, instead of sending them just one email and stopping there, you can actually send them an email. You can wait a couple of days, send them a follow-up email assign this lead to someone on the team, add them to a retargeting campaign. So automation branches out beyond just that one touch and taking those, you know, doing it manually to creating a system
0: very easily to automate this entire flow. What areas of marketing can marketing automation really help uh, a company with?
1: What areas of marketing? Usually it's, we, we have different kinds of automations in in, our, uh, in the world that we work in. It's either an internal process that's being automated. So from a marketing operation standpoint, there's a lot of stuff that happens internally, like uh, what happens when someone does action or takes action A and has that sort of engagement. Maybe you want to add them to your own list. Maybe you want to update some values on that record. And I know these are pretty granular stuff, but instead of doing them manually, you can automate these internal tasks Uh, using marketing automation. The other aspect of the marketing uh, ops is how you reach out to that client. The messages you send them out, you send them an email, one on first day, five days later email two, or maybe you can choose a different channel like sending an SMS or sending a browser push notification or even an app notification. So it's either internal, meaning you're doing things to help you organize as a marketer, or external, reaching out to the client uh, via relevant messages. So
0: okay. it sounds like that marketing automation is, is kind of a time-saving tool because, you know, if, if someone would have to manually send a, a number of emails out um, to, to continuously follow up with a prospect, that takes time and a lot of attention, but it also sounds like the organizational aspect is 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 an area that marketing automation solves. Are there other benefits to marketing automation? Absolutely. So uh, time time
1: saving and uh, obviously optimization is a huge bottleneck for teams, especially when the, when you grow, right? Processes start to take too much time. Um, so on average, you're going to save about 30% of your time per week, uh, just deploying the proper marketing automation processes. Also, you can see an increase in lead generation, anywhere from 18 to 25% because you're consistently capturing leads more effectively and gathering better data. This is really important. The quality of the data you gather using marketing automation like VBOUT is unparalleled. Uh, It's very hard to get very good data otherwise. Um, It increases the revenue because, you know, obviously when you save time and you're consistently generating leads, you're gonna see an increase in revenue. And customer retention, because don't forget, once the client makes a purchase, how are you going to maintain that client on board um, with uh, maybe loyalty, automated loyalty campaigns, follow-ups, that sort of stuff. Yeah. So all that combined, uh, Stefan, will actually have an impact on the life cycle of the uh, of the end lead, making it shorter and more efficient.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned, uh data analytics a second ago? Obviously, you know, there are tools out there, like Google Analytics, that would help a marketer too to, to get information about their marketing activities, about audiences, what they like, what they don't like, age, etc. How is the advantage of a marketing automation compared to having, you know, an email marketing program and, and social media program? So basically having a cobbled together solution that does all the things that a system like VBout provides in one platform?
1: Yeah, that's that's a great question. I think all analytics should work hand in hand. Google does a great job giving you the big picture, the macro, VBout dives deeper into the micro to give you particular engagement per client, per person, and on top of it, giving you the macro. So uh, we we don't necessarily replace what Google Analytics provide because it's great as it is, but it gives you granular details and granular tracking on a profile, who, at the end of the day, we're selling to people. We're not selling to uh, anonymous random uh, group of macros, right? So vBot lets you dive deeper into the data per person, and so you can target them better based on their engagement, behavior, uh, and so on. So this is the data that we provide, we dig deeper.
0: Is the is the result or is the workflow with a solution like 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 Vbout where everything sits under or oh, in one platform compared to having all the system trying to work together? Is there another benefit there? Yeah, uh, you
1: know, obviously there's a lot of things you can do if you're using seven to on average. By the way, the marketer use around twelve platforms. Right, that's that's technically the life of a marketer. Um, so you can do that. Use things like Segment or Zapier but you're never gonna get as accurate of a profile around a person. And we're talking about things like, let's let's take for example, John. Uh, how many times John opened an email? What pages John's visited? How much time John uh, waited? What kind of purchases John made? How many SMS messages uh, and and maybe time spent on landing pages? And there's a lot more than that. You know, the webinars John attended, how long it attended the webinar, especially now, we're in the webinar age. Um, So you can gather all that data using patched up solutions, or you can gather them real time in VBout without having to connect things and make
0: all sorts of mistakes. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. really what it is. <laughs> yeah. And I can actually attest to that, right? I mean, just to full disclosure, we're a client of vBout and, and we had a cobbled together solution, right? And it was always difficult to push all the information between the platform, have one platform to basically be the holder of all data points that kind of serves as, as, as the place where we look at to get the entire yeah. picture. And although it might have been, honestly, I'm no longer that sure, a little bit cheaper, but thinking about the work that we had to put in to get that holistic view at some point or in, in some platform, it was just crazy. It, it just drove myself and the marketing team completely nuts. You know, sure. having one platform where you can connect everything, it still takes time to set it up. I don't want to disregard that part. But once it is set up and it starts working, there are, there are definitely a huge amount of advantages to having everything under one roof, so to speak.
1: Absolutely, and quite frankly, the technical setup for doing one versus another, like for example, with VBOT, in 10 minutes, the technical, just the technical tracking, right? Not not the whole system setup, but the technical tracking itself might take 10 minutes. Uh, verifying a couple of things, ascending domain, installing the tracker on the website, and pretty much uh, good to start tracking. Yeah. versus doing it using third-party segments and 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 other that uh, would say the patch-up solutions. Mm. Now, a lot of people don't even think about the value of consolidation. They think about it later once they have things scattered all around the web. So it's good to approach this this problem from the get-go and use a consolidating solution like Viva, for example.
0: Yeah. Who can use marketing automation? Who is the the, the normal use of it? Do you have to have? A certain knowledge for 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 finding a way in a in a marketing automation platform, or is it an easy access for for almost everyone? Another great question, uh, Stefan. So,
1: I think people who find success on the stack, and again, I'm saying stack, that means it's an entire solution, not just an email solution or social media publishing solution. The value it really works well when you have a dedicated marketer or someone. I would say if you're spending more than five hours a week on marketing you probably do for marketing automation. That's primarily because there are a lot of things that you're probably repetitively doing in those five hours. So you should start thinking about your efficiency. What's your hour worth? Uh, You know, 20 hours a month of work. If your hour is 100 or 125 bucks, let's say, what is that worth to you versus deploying a marketing platform that's gonna slash this by, uh, let's say, two hours a week. So simple math, honestly, will will help you make a decision. For me, any business who's spending at least uh, five hours a week on marketing should be
0: considering a marketing suite. Let's talk about the tools. I mean, there are over 5,000, 6,000 tools. And then, everyday new tools are added to the list of of, of marketing tools. I mean, it's hard for companies to identify a, what tools do they need? And then once they identify the need, then which tools should they use? So how can a company identify the right tool, so the right all-in-one tool, so to speak, for them? Do you have any any suggestions there? Yeah, this kind of landscape of marketing platform can
1: be overwhelming. I think there's a there should be a differentiator, or actually just going back to the drawing board for any company and identifying what they need versus what they've heard and the thing that they need. Um, if you need a marketing stack, or you need a sales stack, um, or you need a basic messaging stack, I think people put all of these under the same marketing tech umbrella, MarTech umbrella, which is why it gives it a lot of, <laughs> um, I don't say hype, but it makes it look crowded. If you're looking for a consolidated, powerful stack, and I, I have this chart that I use with my investors, is that there are three variables here, if you have a graph, one is you need to have a stack that have multiple tools. For instance, the essence of a campaign is you need a form and a landing page to capture leads. Then you need to do tracking in the background. Then you need to start automating processes. You need to do some lead assignments. Uh, you need some social media scheduling and tracking as well, because we should be on social. Uh, and perhaps you need uh, uh, you know, some additional site tools like... Uh, pop-ups to capture leads and stuff. So all these tools combined in one stack is not the same as saying, hey, I'm just gonna have a, a you know, one email marketing tool like MailChimp to execute. And by the way, this is the reason why MailChimp is, is adding additional services, because they don't wanna be the email tool, they wanna be a platform that provides more than just email. So with that in mind, I think identifying what you need and how your campaigns will look like as far as like the core DNA, will help you decide what kind of tool to choose, first. Second, the maturity of the tool is really important. If you have a, a tool that's two years old, I think it's it has a lot of uh, bugs with it. <laughs> um, because you know working with tools like HubSpot and Marketo, I just do find bugs with their system and their 15, 20-year-old um, beasts. you know what I mean? Um, so I think you should look at a little bit more mature company when you're choosing your stack and also uh, figuring out how support works. So if the support is responsive, you have to pay for it. Um, And we've compiled a nice chart that helps you kind of see how different tools compare. How do you get started? Do you get started with 50 bucks and the next upgrade will be 800? (laughs) And the pricing uh, related to that. So we have a great tool uh, for comparing marketing stacks, by the way.
0: Great. So you you mentioned a few times now, the stack marketing uh, or stack in general. Um, and mm-hmm. earlier you said tools. Um, can you just elaborate on what the difference between the two is between tools and stack? Yes, absolutely. So, a tool is
1: one tool. Let's say you need a landing page builder, you choose Unbounce. That's all you need, maybe, right? And that's great. Unbounce is a great tool. It does what it does and it has a lot of the things you need for a landing page builder. But then you realize you need to start doing some email automation. So, you, you maybe you get Mailchimp, so you do some email automation and connected with Unbounds. and then suddenly you, you realize, you know what? I need to do some social media scheduling. You get a third tool that's Hootsuite, um, and as you start expanding that need, you realize you have an infrastructure you need to build. It's not only one tool; it's a whole bunch of them working together, and that's what a stack is. It's uh, it's combining your email, your social your messaging, not only email, because messaging is beyond email, your landing page asset and lead generation, your are tracking in one infrastructure, in one layer.
0: Does it make sense? Yeah. What What is the flexibility of marketing automation systems when it comes to selecting certain features? I would assume that, you know, there are, there are companies out there say, you know what, we need social and email marketing but nothing in addition to that um is there flexibility with marketing automation systems to kind of select the services or the features that um, you know a company really needs yeah you can certainly i mean with vbat at least you can customize what you need for your
1: marketing so some people don't need social They, they really don't find a social presence although i'm I'm totally against that. I think everybody should be on social. I look up every company's Facebook and Instagram and TikTok if they're on any of these channels before I make decisions. That's just my nature of my due diligence. Um, So if you just want to pick email and automation, by all means, you can do that on VBout by ticking off the features you don't need. Because the last thing you want to do is just shove the entire platform down people's processes. Uh, we want it to be granular. You can grow into what you need. And if you decide to grow, everything is still under one umbrella. Um, some platforms, they force you to buy the entire suite, and then you find yourself using 10%, 15% of it in the beginning, you know, discouraging you, really, <laughs> to, to continue, or you have to pause because it's too expensive, that sort of stuff.
0: Great. How does VBOT compare to other marketing automation systems? as it relates maybe from a feature perspective, but also from the way how you guys approach pricing, for example, for your for your platform?
1: Yeah, that uh, I think, you know, for the differentiator in, in a crowded industry, it's never one thing anymore. It's a combination of, right? You have to have multiple things working on your side because there, there are some players in the market who started this and there are advantages for, to that. Uh, however, it's the combination of the ease of use because a lot of people fear deploying marketing automation or the marketing stack because they think it's way too complicated to do that. It's actually the total opposite. A bit of investment, few hours of your time, and you should be set for the rest of your usage. And it reaps results. You know, we've seen we see results on average three to six months. You start really seeing tangible results in lead gen and all that stuff. One is the ease of use and how fast you can deploy it. Two. Is the pricing, of course. You cannot justify anymore paying three thousand dollars for a marketing stack if you're a new business. If you have a hundred thousand contacts, your revenue is not always parallel to the hundred thousand. Maybe you have only twenty thousand active users. So the pricing and that kind of growth of of your data is really, really important. So that's two. And three is the quality and the lifetime of, of the support that you're getting. Are you have to pay for it? Is it just pre-assembled documentation or can you access a live person who can really help? Not just give you documents, but maybe get in there, roll up their sleeves and help you solve the problem. Maybe aligning an email campaign, uh, fixing a landing page CSS problem, an automation that you couldn't quite figure out how to complete and they can come in and do it for you. This is what I'm talking about, like a premium, premium support. So the combination of these three is, Stefan, I think, are critical uh, for any business. And the fourth one, which is I think also important, is the integration and the depth of integration that the system provides with other platforms.
0: If you if you compare VBOT to you know, you mentioned Marketo and HubSpot earlier. Um, where do you see your platform being stronger than those kind of big 10, 15 year old platforms?
1: Yeah, first I wanna I wanna give them a shout out because They've done a great job pioneering this industry, um, but I have to say that they, they have their own pitfalls in one way or another. Marketo is extremely, extremely complicated and not user-friendly. It's not for us. Like for me, you know, coming from a product or building a product background, I, I will never use Marketo. I will refuse if I join a company to use it just because there's no reason to use such a complicated platform to achieve the end results. One, uh, Marketo probably targets slightly, you know, the, the big markets. Uh, and then you have HubSpot. HubSpot is a great tool. Their interface is a lot cleaner, but it's still complicated. And the downfall of HubSpot is that they're extremely pricey as you grow. So all of a sudden you have, you jump from a $100 introductory license to an $800 if you have 10,000 contacts. And you know, don't quote them the price. I know these things change, but on average. And then if you have 100,000 contacts, all of a sudden you're two, $3,000 in per month. Can you afford that? I, I don't, depends on the business. Do you have to pay that much money to manage 100,000 contacts? Absolutely not. So I think it's a matter of priority. If gonna, you wanna know, use a platform that started early and they priced it because they're early movers and they could justify that high point, then fine. But you don't have to because there are tools like VBout where you can manage 100,000 contacts for four or five hundred dollars, and get the premium support, the quality, and everything that you would get with HubSpot. And I'm talking just the marketing cloud, to be more specific, not the sales stack. We don't we don't compete with HubSpot on their CRM or
0: their support stack. These are two different than than the marketing. You already threw out a few numbers in regards to pricing in general. Is, is this marketing automation pricey? So, do you have? Does a company have to budget? thousand plus dollars in order to see great results, or um, in what ranges does the price usually go? Not at all.
1: You can start for as little as a hundred bucks for a solid stack for a little bit of sending, and then you can grow into what you need, obviously, if you're not an agency. Then it's really, that. that's what it is. Now, you can factor in some costs for training onboarding because we provide a premium implementation and personalized onboarding that helps you kind of get on the platform, uh, do the technical setup properly, install your forms and all that. That's an additional investment. You can do it yourself if you feel confident or you can pay money. I mean, that depends, of course. Um, we have a price for it because we give you 10 hours and plus about 15 hours on average of backend work. So we price it uh, according to that. So uh, again, to start with it, you're talking about a hundred bucks for a full stack and you still get access to support but you can invest a bit more for uh,
0: maybe some onboarding services yeah. and training. Yeah. Richard, before we before we come to an end with today's episode, what, what are your thoughts on the future of marketing automation?
1: Marketing automation hasn't reached its full capacity uh, in on in, in the market. I, I do speak with a lot of companies who are mature, and you're talking about $100 million companies who didn't know uh, how to deploy marketing automation effectively. So if you tell me maybe in the next two years, you're gonna see a lot more maturity in how companies are using it. And I'm talking about real ground stuff. I'm not talking about those, uh, you know, uh, trust radius analytics and Statista and stuff because they can give you, they can say, uh, marketing automation is mature. Okay, the technology is, but the usage of the tech is not 100% there. And then after that, you're gonna talk about predictive marketing automation. This is really an area that I'm very passionate about because if you're using that one stack, and this is where kind of <laughs> to a uh, great way to end, the one stack will give you real-time data consolidated into one umbrella, so you can predict the future of 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 someone's buying. Uh, you can predict when someone potentially can open an email. Uh, so this is where big data analytics, predictive modeling, of taking existing and past data to predict the future. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's really where marketing automation is. So it's almost if I see it five years from now, you're gonna see things w- executing based on you know every person that joining you. You're gonna have so much data collected. You can determine the likeliness of that person buying. What kind of message to send them? Uh, what what tone of message? At what time? Over what what channel? Email versus SMS versus web push. That's predictive marketing automation, and that's something I'm very very passionate about because we're starting to build internal models for it. Uh, by the
0: way, at Dio. Great. Right. I mean, that sounds that sounds really interesting. Which, obviously, also will will help marketers again. I mean, I'm not saying they don't have to think anymore when they when they get a system and set everything up. There's still you know an element required, but a lot of the going through the data points and pulling the right information out and then implementing the insights from those data points. Obviously, that all takes time, and if that if that's going to be implemented or used in real time to 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 provide a landing page that is specific to person A that is on the website or that comes on now that you had previous engagement with, I mean, that increases just the chance of converting that person, whether you're an e-commerce business or, you know, a B2B business or, or any other type of business. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just to help them focus on the strategy and
1: some of these decision-making stuff that takes up time to analyze. Will be fully automated. It only it only does good for everyone because the marketer can find more results, better results, and then all all the business needs at the end of the day is more leads and more efficiency. Right? Mm-hmm. That's where we all do marketing yep. for: brand recognition,
0: more efficiency, and more leads. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's what we're uh, hoping for. If people want to find out more about you and your company, although we obviously talked a lot about it, how can they get in touch?
1: Yeah, you can s- simply either look me up, Richard Fala uh, on Google. You'll find my LinkedIn and just mention Stefan. I already know you. So uh, just mention Stefan or the podcast. Uh, or you can, uh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty foundable on LinkedIn. My name is not that common. Uh, you can also look up VBout and see, follow us on Facebook. We're very active there. Facebook and Insta, we always push up some great content. Uh, yeah, that's, that's easy. And my email is rich at vbout, rich, R-I-C-H, at vbout.com, if you want to reach me directly.
0: Perfect. Thank you for joining me today on today's episode of the Performance Delivered Podcast. Thank you. You will be back next week. And in our next episodes, you and I will talk about how to build automation for a company, the pitfalls to avoid when implementing marketing automation, how long it takes for marketing automation to show results, as well as other topics. Well, then, thanks everyone for listening. If you like the Performance Delivered podcast, please subscribe to us or leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast application. If you want to find out more about Symphonic Digital, you can visit us at symphonicdigital.com or follow us on Twitter at SymphonicHQ. Thanks again and see you next time. Performance Delivered is sponsored by Symphonic Digital.